Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I apologize for the gruffness in my voice. I've, uh, I've somehow gathered up some kind of a little bug, and it's, uh, it's not going to get the best of me. I won't let it. But uh, it is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we will get started with a very special show today. For such a time as this, O oh Father, we come to you and pray, thanking you for all your blessings and asking you for your protection. This world is in a turmoil, O oh God. Help us to sift through the lies and the half-truths and to find a common ground that is sure in its foundation. May we then build upon this and grow stronger and wiser. I ask in this time that you watch over our president President Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. Guide them with your wisdom. Keep them safe and keep their families safe as well. Be with CSE Talk Radio today as we once again tackle the topic of energy, not just here but around the world. I'm thankful for the CO2 Coalition and their mission to bring truth. Bless today's show, Father. For such a time as this, I pray. Amen. You know, the mission of the CO2 Coalition is to bring to you the science of truth and common sense to all, things that we simply do not hear from those who are using scare tactics to fulfill their goals. Many times the numbers and the charts simply do not fit the narrative of their existential crisis, a.k.a. climate change. Today I bring to you Dr. Lars Schernikow. He's calling us today from Switzerland, which is pretty exciting. Dr. Schernikow is an entrepreneur and commodity trader. He has published two books on fossil fuels and currently lives in Europe and Asia. He previously worked at Boston Consulting Group in the U.S. and Germany. He is the co-founder and former supervisory board member of two German-listed commodity companies. He founded, worked for, and advised a number of other companies in the commodity and energy sector worldwide. He was educated by New York University and seed in France. He holds a a doctoral degree in economics from... Berlin Tech. I don't know how to pronounce what he's got down here, and so we're just going to leave it at Berlin Tech. He is regular speaker at Global Energy and Sustainability Conferences and Events. Dr. Chernikow, we welcome you to CSE Talk Radio. Thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. How are you? I'm doing good, other than this little sore throat I've got. (laughs) I'm doing great. (laughs) It is winter here, so that kind of happens. But uh, we're doing the best we can. And you, sir, you doing good? Excellent, excellent. It's also winter in Switzerland. It's quite beautiful, you know, one week before Christmas. So we're enjoying the the run-up to the last days. Very nice. We are are in that. We are in those last days. I don't know how how you're doing with your shopping, but I'm not doing so good. (laughs) We're still catching up, exactly. (laughs) We had had some winter storms come through, and that kind of uh, took the shopping uh, uh, enthusiasm out of me yesterday, plus this cold, whatever it is I'm fighting. So I decided instead of shopping, I go home and rest. So that's what I did. And I'm making some gifts, so I worked on those, but... But uh, let's talk about the energy sector and CO2 coalition, and I do thank you. We've been uh, talking back and forth. Mostly you've been talking with Rudy, and I appreciate all the things that you have done and sent to us. Um, Comparing the cost of electricity, if renewables are cheapest, why then is the cost of power highest in Germany? We've been talking about that for a while. Europe went all green, and it didn't work too well. Can you explain to us what exactly has taken place? That's actually a very interesting one. Thanks for asking that, Beth. So you, when you read or hear in the common media, you, it appears that everybody is saying that now solar and wind are the cheapest form of producing power. And as you rightly so, if that was the case, then how come my home country, Germany, has the highest cost of electricity? Because 
the first statement is actually at least misleading, if, if you allow me to be kind. Um, basically, <laughs> um, <laughs> basically the, the media is referring to a metric of, um, of um, comparing energy costs, which is not correct in this case. So you cannot compare the costs of, um, for instance, solar and wind to the costs of coal or gas because solar and wind are what we call intermittent forms of power. That means the sun doesn't always shine, the wind doesn't always blow. So you have costs that are not actually, that are kind of hidden in utilizing those forms of energy. And those hidden costs are missing when people tell you it's cheaper today. Yeah, they kind of leave a few things out, don't they? Exactly. <laughs> well, they're trying to switch us from uh, gas and from coal into all these other things, and and uh, some of us have been fighting that a little bit. We uh, we know that it's not. There's nothing wrong with using them as a supplement. I think that's fine and dandy. But I don't believe we can make that total switch just for the reasons that you had just explained to us. But. The global warming that they're they're constantly hitting us with, and the scare tactics, it bothers me, and I'm sure it does you. I know, I know the others that I've had on from CO2 Coalition. It bothers them. It it bothers me that they're teaching our children to be afraid of the future, and that the future is short, and that you know the mankind has just ruined the earth, and and uh, you know we only have, well, I think we're down to ten years now. It was twelve two years ago. And, you know, that bothers me, these lies that they just keep putting out there. And uh, so can you give us a little bit more hope and truth in, in our future? Oh, oh, absolutely. I am very positive and hopeful about the future. And um, as we know, today's life very much depends on energy. We need reliable and good and positive energy. And um, the one positive thing I can say and probably repeat to, to some of my colleagues is, you know, while producing energy does also give us additional CO2, but that additional CO2 gives us additional biomass because every, as we learned in our biology class, if we hadn't, you know, um, CO2 is one of the key ingredients for, for plants to, to grow from. Like, yeah, they need CO2, they need uh, solar, solar energy, and they need water. Those are the three key ingredients for any plants. So, you know, with all the scare tactics, at least the positive thing is we'll have more to eat, which I think is quite important considering, the, you know, the, the growing population worldwide. And I think in terms of the actual warming, um, I would say, I don't know, how. what temperature do you have there in Albeck? <laughs> it's, it's pretty cold right now. I don't know, about 26, something like that? 16 degrees oh, Fahrenheit. 16 degrees. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so, that's so I, I am assuming, I'm assuming if it was 4 degrees higher, you wouldn't mind, right? I wouldn't mind if it would be a little, uh, even 40 degrees higher. <laughs> Exactly. So, so I think I think when, when we think about it, um, you know, yes, it has been warming for you know 150 years, and um, what actually is a problem with any warming? The actual real problem people are referring to is number one, that potentially glaciers are melting, which we can talk about, and mm -hmm. number two, that supposedly we have more extreme weather, right? Those are the yes. two actually scary things. The positive side of it is that. We have more space to live because we can actually inhabit areas which used to be too cold for us, you know, or, and, and, and uh, yeah, and that gives us more space and it gives us also more plants to, to, to eat from or to live with, right? So generally, warm weather is positive for life, always has been, always will be. But the problem is that they're referring to one is the melting ice and second is the more extreme weather conditions. All right, we're headed into a break. You know, I I kind of uh, wished I had the funds to go to the tropics during the winter where it was warmer. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Dr. Lars Schoenakow. We will be right back.
Liberty Oil Field Services brings you the following fracking facts. Did you know fracking is the reason America is now number one in oil and natural gas production? Thanks to the fracking industry, America's energy is more efficient, more affordable, and our air is cleaner. America is now exporting fuel and making America great again. Fracking is not the enemy of America. The Dems want to ban our natural resources for the sake of climate change. But banning fracking would knock America back to being dependent on other countries for our energy. So, America is fueling up with fracking. This message is brought to you by the best darn frack company, period. Liberty Oil Field Services. Learn more about fracking at libertyfrack.com. Liberty Oil Field Services, bringing America home with life, liberty, and fracking. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE talkradio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring America home. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow and so does my husband. We sleep better and wake more refreshed, ready to conquer a new day. You can get deep discounts on MyPillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, Mike is bringing back the Bobo offer for the MyPillows. That's right. Buy one MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free. Enter promo code Bethann. Call 1-800-978-6168 for these great radio specials. Timely, credible, thoughtful discussion. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Returns you're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Our guest today is Dr. Shona Kao. He is calling in from Switzerland, which I think is pretty awesome. And uh, we're talking, he's representing the CO2 Coalition today, and we're talking about the energy, uh, sustainability, and uh, renewable fuels, and blah, blah, blah. We're talking about all that today. You know, uh, just on the lighter side, Dr. Shona Kao, if they stop, if they stop mining coal, which is what the other side wants to do all together. Does that mean we have more diamonds? <laughs> we get more diamonds in yeah, the rough, you yeah, know. What I, I mean? think I think yeah, you're right. If you then wait, I think two billion years, you'll get diamonds. Oh, so so I'm going to have to wait a little while on that, huh? <laughs> a little while, yes, absolutely. Well, you know, <clears throat> I don't know about in Switzerland. By the way, my husband's family is from Switzerland. Last name Schoenberg. And they came over to this country two generations ago. Um, but in this country, and I assume it's probably going on in yours too as well, but they want to completely put out the coal industry as if it's the evil thing. And they want to do away with uh, all the fracking and all the uh, uh, the natural gas, and, and they just want to keep on uh, – and oil, they just want to keep on getting rid of everything. But uh, the coal industry, I think that cost uh, one of our politicians her her uh, her uh, campaign because she just flat out looked at a, a coal miner and said, I'm going to put you out of work. And I think that cost her a little bit. 
But the coal industry, um, you know a lot more about that than I do. And I'm going to kind of let you, what, what is the big fear that they have? Now, I know that coal has been considered dirty and blah, blah, blah. But we have cleaned it up so much. It's not what it used to be. And I'm going to let you kind of address the fears that everyone has with coal. Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, to your first comment. So I am from Germany originally. I'm born in Berlin, and uh, okay. my home country, uh, my home country, decided I think a year ago or even not this year to abandon all coal. So it's been by law, mm. I think, already put in place that in the next twenty years we're going to close down all coal. So wow. I just hope that that will never ever happen in the U.S. and that the, the Americans are smarter than that, because. Um, the Germans um, have, you know, put up, they're probably one of the world leaders in the amount of energy they derive from solar and wind, reaching maybe 40% of, of the power now in Germany. But what people don't realize, what they have done is they basically doubled the power capacity. That means they've more or less doubled the power plant, you want to call it that way, in order to allow for wind and solar to become such a high share in power. That means all fossil fuels power plant and capacity are still there and required as a backup. And, you know, even though Germany has this huge solar and wind park, they still require the gas, the nuclear, and, and the coal as a backup all the time. And now Germany has two or three years decided to close all nuclear. And now this year decided to close all coal. So in the future, the only backup for Germany is gas. Now, you may not, you may not know, but Germany doesn't have any gas. So it means Germany <laughs> will import the gas from Russia, and if you're lucky, from the U.S. in the form of LNG. So, so basically, Germany knows they need the backup. They've closed nuclear and they're closing coal, so it means they need to now in the future import all their backup, which is in form of gas, into, into, into the German country. It, it, it's ridiculous, environmentally even, because, you know, uh, transporting all this gas over the world, uh, around the world, is not very good. It's also not very smart because you become so dependent on imports, right, on one specific uh, form of power. So that's just in general about Germany. And um, I'm happy to then, you know, give you a bit more on the coal industry. So, so Germany has coal, but they have to import everything else now that they've closed the coal industry down. Um, you know, it's kind well, of so uh, they actually they call, so, sorry to interrupt. So, so Germany's coal industry has already, because it actually became too expensive to mine coal, so Germany has been importing coal, which is fine, because there's a lot of coal available worldwide, but they're closing down all coal-fired power plants. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, it's been kind of the thing here when I have discussed it with other folks from CO2 and with Daniel Turner, which is Power of the Future. When we talk about coal, if they're going to make those turbines for the wind power, they've got to have coal and they've got to have steel. And so it just it doesn't make sense to me all the things that they want to get rid of, then it's going to make it harder and more difficult and more expensive to do the things that they want to do, which is the renewable fuels. And um, the renewable fuels were never meant to, to – I don't think we're to that point where we can use just renewable fuels and do away with everything else, do you? We will never, ever be there with today's technology, ever. Ever. <laughs> well, that kind of settles that, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it's very simple because the wind doesn't blow all the, shine all the time. It's winter, the wind doesn't blow all the time. The sun doesn't shine all the time. That means That's until right. we have a viable storage solution, that means where we can, we can you know, store all this excess energy when we don't need it to be used at night or when there is no wind or whatever, until that time, there's no way we can go 100% renewable. No you way. know, it's... It, it's um you know, I just don't understand why they keep pushing this this narrative when they know it. They have to know the truth, the ones that are actually pushing it and investing. It has to be about money. It always is. It's always about money. Well, that my, my sense is, to be honest, I interrupt you there, that, um, um, of course, people who, who are studying energy economics or studying energy by itself, they know this. But I have the sense that today the people pushing it today, which is, are not those people, but right? today it's right. investment managers, it's the press, it's you know, I mean, students, it, it, it's teachers. These people don't know this because they haven't been told this or taught. I also had to learn. It's nothing I learned in my normal, you know, 10, 10, 10, 10 years of schooling, right? It's something you had to actually learn and study. 
So, but if you're not taught this, and then you read the press, it appears that's what, what the truth is. So I believe that 95% of the people pushing this message don't know it. So what is your opinion? We're trying to educate as much as we can. Well, and and that's so important because they're not getting that education in the school systems, at least not here in the United States. They're being taught the opposite of what's truth. And, uh, you know, and that mankind is evil and we got to they want to do away with the population. They want to do away with this. They want to do away with coal. And it goes on and on and on. And I was going to ask you what your opinion about the the claim on man-made CO2 is. Is are we really in the danger that they're claiming with global warming? Is it causing have we caused global warming? Is it really something that we need to be in fear of? Well, um, look, I don't have the perfect answer to that. Some of, the, some of my colleagues have a better <laughs> answer. I mean, my, my understanding after having studied for several years by now, my understanding is that we have had about a one degree of warming in the past 150 years. And that potentially of that one degree, uh, one, sorry, one degree Celsius, so two degrees Fahrenheit, two degrees Fahrenheit uh, of warming, and, and potentially half a far, degree of Fahrenheit, maybe up to one degree of Fahrenheit, may be caused by humans. Okay. In the past Just, 150 years. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see a big problem with that, to be honest. Now, are, are another the, interesting fact is that the more CO2 we add to the atmosphere, um, the impact every percent increase in CO2 will have declines logarithmically over time. That means this doubling of CO2 every time we have about 2 degrees of Fahrenheit warming additional. But for it to double again from where we are today, it'll probably take 200 years. I don't know. So, okay. so it's 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 not alarming. It's not unprecedented. It's not problematic, in my view. I don't see any extremes. Anything having gotten worse. There are many benefits of it getting warmer and of having a bit more CO2 in the atmosphere. But I'm also not suggesting that we're going to burn coal forever. By the way, in 150 years, we will have found the solution to the energy problems. Hopefully. No, that's not far away, 150 years in the scheme of things, right? No, it's not. It's years, not that far we away. Will have found a, we will have found a solution. And that solution, by the way, I believe will be largely renewable. But it will not be in the form of windmills and will not be in the form of today's solar panels. Now, you, you said that they had done away, and they haven't been building any new nuclear plants around here for, for energy. Um, is that something that's going to be a thing of the past, the nuclear energy? But, I mean, I come from the coal industry, and 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 uh, and um, I don't know too much about nuclear energy. All I know is that it is certainly a an important um, um, milestone of having reached, you know, efficient energy, bringing efficient energy to the world. Um, you know, there's many issues as with you know, coal has an issue. Right, we are mining resources. We're not denying that. Of course, we are. Yeah? And right. uh, and there may also be issues with nuclear energy or with gas. I mean, there's no question about it. You know, our standard of living is costing the environment so we can choose to go back in a cave and not costing our environment or, or, or we can choose to do the best we can improve how we deal with energy how we mine all those things consistently um, and, and, and live with it and continue to invest in, in education to find that new form of power which is more sustainable because we and, have to get there because we need so much power in the next 150 years and we are headed. We are headed into a break. I'm going to give the phone number out eight seven seven eight nine five five four one zero. If you have a question for Dr. Shernikow, we will be right back. For such a time as this. We know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? 
For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness, and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation, support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio, MyPillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. Ho, ho, ho. There really is a Santa Claus. Bill Federer brings world history to life at Christmas. St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Discover the story of Nicholas, a third century bishop of Mira, Asia Minor, known as Turkey today. There is a great history behind our Christmas traditions, Christmas trees, carols, Kris Kringle, crash scenes, poinsettias, and so much more. Relive Christmas past from Columbus to our U.S. presidents. Visit Valley Forge, the Great Depression, the Korean War, and World War II. There really is a Santa Claus. $24 will put this book in your mailbox. Share your new knowledge with friends and family this Christmas. Send $24 to P.O. Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. Or go to csctalkradio.com. Just $24. There really is a Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from illegal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. Turned you're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Dr. Sharnkow, we have some callers. We're going to go to Betty in Missouri. She has a comment or a question. Betty, how are you doing today? I'm good. I've got a sore throat like you. Uh oh. <laughs> so I hope <laughs> you going can around. hear me okay. First yes, of we all, we can hear you just fine. Mm-hmm. Thank the gentleman Which, for all this time and effort in letting us know some things, and I agree with both of you. A lot of it has to do with lack of education. Absolutely. But I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, and if I can, I'd like to comment on something my husband and I found that we were not thinking about, and it really doesn't have anything to do with your program today. Could I do that? (laughs) Okay, quickly. (laughs) Okay. Does, does the American public understand that if something were to happen to President Trump and Vice President Pence, that Pelosi would be the president? Well, my listeners know because I've already told them that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I didn't hear that program. Yeah, anyway, I warned them a couple uh, of times. I did. Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> thank you so well, much. But thank you, Betty. Again, thank, thank him. You. Okay, again. Okay, thank you so much. And uh, thank you. Keep on with this because it's very important. Love you Absolutely. both. 
Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas, Betty. We're going to go to Tim in Iowa. Tim, how are you today? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing today, Beth? Doing good, thank you. Say, that's uh, kind of interesting. The doctor mentioned uh, something with this uh, green energy and that. We've got a lot of uh, presidential candidates, including a multimillionaire that's running based on a green energy agenda. And it's interesting, just in our little county here in Iowa with barely 20,000 people living in it, they just, there's been a, a, a concerned group of citizens just formed a green energy, alternative energy uh, committee. It's like a non-government organization. And it's mostly retired uh, teachers and uh, uh, DNR employees. And um, the thing that bothers me about the green energy industry is they don't talk about adding jobs to the economy. They, they talk about replacing jobs that have done an efficient, effective uh, way of delivering energy to us through the years. And it makes you wonder where the thinking is with that. That is interesting. Not adding jobs, but replacing jobs. That's interesting. Uh, Dr. Chernikow? Well, um, look, I haven't done the numbers, but um, um, of course, if we were to reduce fossil energy further, of course, it costs job, jobs, right? It costs jobs in, uh, in the mines, it costs jobs in transportation, it costs jobs in the power plants, um, that costs jobs, you know, everywhere, yeah? And, and on the other side, there are new potential jobs being, being, being put in place. Um, you know, building um, um, solar panels, building, you know, um, some of these um, windmills. And, of course, by the way, there's resources required to do this. Some of them or many of them come from outside of the U.S. or even outside of Europe, in Africa or in South America. And uh, interesting, I can tell you a t- story about Germany. So Germany was the world leader in um, solar panel manufacturing because they had put so much money, government money, taxpayers' money into it, developing technology, that they became the world leader. But the Chinese learned very fast. Nothing against the Chinese. We do business there as well. But they learned very fast. And today, all the industry has been replaced and taken over by China. So China is today the most efficient, the best producer of solar panels. All those mm. people in Germany are now unemployed. From this renewable wow. industry, from this new, from this new world. So, so um, the fact is that you know, yes, some jobs are being created, and some jobs may even stay there. But we have to be careful because lots of technology that can be easily copied. And the biggest producer and consumer of energy and power is China, and they have a big interest in in, in producing these these new technologies. And uh, so, in Germany, the old jobs are lost, the new jobs are lost. So now what? Yeah. Amazing. Domino effect, kind but, of, yeah. Tim, go ahead. So you would say, you'd say, Doctor, then we're basically looking at a global agenda if we're talking green energy then. Yes. Well, um, um, I think today, look, I, I'm not a, I'm, I don't believe in a conspiracy. I don't believe in someone sort of designing all this. Oh, no, I'm not saying that, no. <laughs> and and, and it, I think it just kind of happened. But today you have to realize that there's so much money to be made and burned and invested in renewables. Mm-hmm. So renewables in terms of primary energy make up maybe three or four percent of global power. Three or four percent of global energy, sorry not power, global energy comes from solar and wind. Three or four percent. That industry yeah. is today So they're essentially going after market share then, aren't they, Doctor? That they get that's a trillion dollar industry and that trillion dollar that money has to come from somewhere. Where's this money coming from? This money in the end is coming from the taxpayer because they are paying for it in one way or another. And of course, then as entrepreneurs, including like myself, I could make money with renewables because today I get cheap, free money in Europe. I get free money from it. I get investments from the government, free money to, to whatever, to invest in something that as ridiculous as it may be, as usual it may be, just by painting it green, I get free money. And then wow. if I'm lucky, I sell that company, I found it in five years as a profit, and great. So I've used taxpayers' money to make personal profits. So what I'm getting at is today that the, the investment in renewables, including Mr. Bloomberg, um, are huge. Mm-hmm. And they have, of course, an interest that those investments will do well. And those investments will do well because currently they're winning, right? The whole world seems to be on their side. There's almost free money to invest in those new technologies. That means as an entrepreneur, I don't need to lose my own money, or if I do, I very little of it. So there's a huge economic argument to be made now for those investors in green energy, 
um, that you know to continue investing that because you know stocks of, of of green stocks are going up. You know all these large funds are saying I'm not going to invest anymore in coal. I'm not going to invest now. Now I'm going to have this all this money available into something green, and all this money has to be put somewhere. That means all this money is is competing to find a place to be invested in. So it's very interesting interesting story behind it now, and that. It's a huge, huge industry by now. So when people tell me I am biased, yes, I am biased. I come from the coal industry. I have no problem with saying that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of the other people are significantly more biased because, you know what, coal will be there for many, many decades to come. I will sell and buy coal for decades to come with or without this CO2 scale. But some of these people, many of these other people, they don't have a job. It and, it's been a, and it's also been an economical, reliable form of energy for us for many, many years. And will oh, continue yes. to be until we have a solution. We do not have a solution today to replace that fossil energy, unfortunately. And I'm saying unfortunately because it does harm partially our world. Of course it does. I'm not claiming that. We need to invest in new filter systems, make those power plants cleaner. We need to be sure the transportation of these products is cleaner. You know, gas pipelines shouldn't have leakages. Coal should be, you know, there should be no gas, all the things. Of course, these need to be handled, but this requires money. It requires investment, not divestment. If you have a problem, you invest in it. You don't take money away from a problem to solve it. Well, that's, that's, that makes good sense. <laughs> don't take it away, but invest in it. You know, it's, um, Tim, did you have some, uh, something else to Oh, it just sounds like we're looking at establishment politics again with, with this issue more than uh, actual solutions to to people's problems, though. No, with, uh, I agree with that. On the green energy side, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, appreciate it, Tim. Thank you so much for your call. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it so much. You know, Dr. Shernikow, when we talk about um, coal and the coal industry, I mentioned here a couple of weeks ago if the, if the uh, politicians – have their way here in the United States as they have in other places, like in Germany. The children will be wishing for a lump of coal in their stocking. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be something they want to have in their stocking instead of the bad kid that's getting the low. The uh, coal will be wanting to have that to uh, fuel our our homes and such. We're headed into another break. I'm going to close the phone lines and it'll be Dr. Uh, Sharnakow and Beth Ann as we close this show in the next segment. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Today's show is brought to you by CO2 Coalition and our guest is Dr. Lars Sharnakow and we will be right back. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you with all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you call now and learn how to save up to five hundred dollars on your next custom vacation pick up the phone call superior travel and use the code word radio 800-570-9631 800-570-9631 that's 800-570-9631 Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. 
the new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Freedom isn't free, but this Christmas gift coin is. This collector coin designed on a genuine JFK half dollar says Merry Christmas from President Donald Trump and our beautiful First Lady Melania. It's free. You just pay shipping and handling. This U.S. currency, which is not for tender, is uniquely designed and pictures our favorite first couple hosting Christmas from the White House. This Christmas coin comes in a premium coin capsule along with a certificate of authenticity and a display stand. It's a great gift for that patriot on your list. Shipping and handling is less than $10. Order quickly, 651-888-8622. Visit MyTrumpCoin.com. Call 651-888-8622. This Christmas commemorative coin is made in the USA and supplies are limited. It's beginning to look a lot like a patriotic Christmas. Visit MyTrumpCoin.com. Call 651-888-8622. 651-888-8622 and tell them Beth Ann sent you. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change for the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with Dr. Lars Chernikow. He is representing the CO2 Coalition today. They have been sponsors of the show in the last few months, and we'll continue to bring on their uh, their folks to kind of give us the truth and uh, and give us another perspective that we're not getting from others. You know, sometimes, Dr. Chernikow, I think that uh, the masses have confused CO2 with CO, carbon monoxide. <laughs> I think they've been there constantly telling the American people, particularly, that, you know, everyone's going to die because of this CO2. And I think it's, it's, this is this is not, this is photosynthesis. We're not talking about carbon monoxide poisoning. We're talking about CO2. Go plant another tree or something. But, um, and I'm not a scientist. I'm just going from what I learned when I was in grade school and, and high school and, and when I was a kid. But um, sometimes I can, I just worry that they've got it all mixed up. They've just got it all confused. Yes, I mean, it's interesting. You know what, I, I have not done the calculation, but it would be interesting to see when you consider the CO2 emitted by a coal-fired power plant, you add it up for one year. How much biomass will that power plant give you every year? Mm. Because additional CO2 will give you additional trees or additional growing of trees, right? So yes. that calculation hasn't been done, but these things need to be done. People need to understand the positive side of things, right, and not only be scared because you see only scare tactics. You don't see neither the truth nor the real, real, you know, understanding behind it and completely omitted are the positive sides of CO2 and even of warming. Right? Oh, absolutely. And, and way, you know, it, they have... it will get cold again, by the way, and then we'll be very happy that it's going to be one degree warmer than it was otherwise. <laughs> it's cold today <laughs> here, you know too. <laughs> funny enough, I was just, uh, I think a week ago, someone sent me a, 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 
a little snippet um, from a U.S. TV um, um, program from 40 years ago, 1978. And the 70s, you may remember, were very, very was a very cold decade. And uh, and back then, the scientists were saying we're going to the next ice age. And when you see that program, maybe I send you the link at best to have a look at it. It's amazing. You actually you get cold looking at this, and you realize what the problems are if it were to be cold. That's, these are real problems. That's when people die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when I was in high school, they were talking about global cooling. Exactly. And then it changed to global warming, and now it's climate change. And uh, here in the state of Missouri, where I am in the United States, we have all four seasons. And uh, sometimes I don't care for the climate change a whole lot, like this morning when I got up and it was so cold, and yesterday when we had the blowing snow and the ice. <laughs> sometimes I don't care for it a whole lot. I just seem to be a little bit warmer. And uh, But, you know, people have been, they've been scaring people for a long time. And, uh, you know, I think it's good to do the research. I think it's I think it's imperative. We've got to do the research and know what we're talking about. I, I didn't buy into it back then, I guess, because I'm a skeptic. You know, I didn't buy into it back then. And I don't buy into it now. I believe we have a cycle of things. I think we can do better. I think sometimes we do uh, pollute. And I think we've come a long way. We We look at back in the old coal days when uh, they dumped the coal and you had all the dirt and everything that was around and it was in the air when they burned it. and uh, We're not like that anymore here in the United States, at least not where I am. Oh, I'm in rural America. We are in little country very, towns. We're very, very lucky in the Western world. I mean, just a month ago, I was lucky. I, I had a chance to, to, to visit Bangladesh, um, some of our customers. And that country mm-hmm. has almost 200 million people in the space of half of Germany. I don't know which state, but I would assume the state of New York, maybe, I don't know. So 200 million people. And there's not even space to put up windmills or solar panels. Right. So what are these guys going to do? And, 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 the, and the power consumption is not, is not one-tenth of the U.S. It's probably one-hundredth of the U.S. That means each person uses you know, power for, what, like, like 15 minutes when you use it for a whole day. That's how little wow. power these people have, and and these wow. people cannot survive without without fossil fuels today. In the future, hopefully they can, but not today. And they have no way of building solar panels and wind and windmills. It will be detrimental to their to their environment and to their economy. And they don't have space. They wouldn't have any space to live. That's amazing, and I know we are very fortunate here in uh, the United States to to have what we have, and I think we fail to see that, and um, because we are, I, I still think we're a spoiled people. We we uh, we don't really realize the uh, the blessings that we have here and the natural resources that that the United States has. We have all kinds of natural resources to pull from, but we have come a long way in how we deal with the uh, the pollutions and things like that, and how we how we use our energy. And uh, to do away with coal altogether right now, I think, is is the wrong thing to do. Um, To do away with all fossil fuels, I think, is the wrong thing to do. I think that would set back an awful lot, and it would really jeopardize the lives of many, many people uh, throughout the world, not just here in the United States. We have places here in the United States where people are poor and and rely on that. And some of those were coal miners, and now they're out of business (laughs) because they got put out of business. And, uh, you know, and they really live – they live below poverty level. I mean, they are just really in a bad yes. way in certain areas. Yes. And so when, when the politicians get up and they tell us this and they tell us that, it, you just have to kind of sift through what it is they're really saying. We're about to run out of time. I was going to ask you if you'd even re- read the Green New Deal that they've been flying around here in the United States. I happen to have that, and I could send it to you. But its um, I'm sure you've seen it. But some of the things that are mentioned on there, they have nothing really to do to fix a problem. And uh, it's its just ridiculous, some of the things that they want to do. We're, we're down to about a minute. Um, I want you to kind of plug the CO2 Coalition and things that you do, Dr. Chernikow, to, to try and educate people. Yeah, so for us, I mean, look, our group, we're about 50, 50 uh, economists and scientists uh, in the CO2 Coalition. Amongst them, some really amazing people, including one of the co-founders of Greenpeace, the last man who flew to the moon, um, mm-hmm. um, scientists from MIT, from Princeton, top, top people. And I'm very lucky to be a member of them. And what we're trying to do is, you know, 
number one, study, learn ourselves, and number two, more importantly, spread the truth about what the currently the science says, and you know what where in the future we're going to get our energy from, and more importantly, uh, you know avoid people being scared of CO2. CO2 is the basis of life. Without CO2, we would not be here today, and uh, and CO2 is one of the most precious things we have. Um, and, you know, of course, oxygen is also probably more important. But without CO2, there's no plants. Without plants, there's no animals or life. And I think that's that's one of the basic things we have to keep in mind. And I hope that the listeners um, uh, today remember from this from this show. My little rhyme is CO2 is good for you. <laughs> so, Dr. Dr. Chernikow, thank you so much for being a part of us today. I do apologize for my gruffness in my voice. I appreciate you being patient with me. And you have a very Merry Christmas. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Same to you and get better. All right. Thank you. God bless. You've been listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We've had a, a day today with Dr. Chernikow. He's called in from Switzerland to talk about CO2, to talk about climate change, to talk about all the fears that we have been, uh, have been put upon us. It is time that we all did our own studying. Go to CO2Coalition.org. That's CO2Coalition.org. And read some of the things that are there and educate yourself. And in doing so... We can certainly bring America and the world home. Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as common sense voices of integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning. Visit CSE Talk radio.com we both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions there is a wealth of misinformation out there let melody and beth ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected call discount gold and silver trading 1-800-375-4188 or online at dgscoins.com melody and beth ann are strong forces together working to preserve liberty and bring america home What if things were made in America again? We all complain about our products, even our food coming from foreign lands and foreign laborers. But do we really understand? James Stubert didn't understand, so he dug in, and wow, he kept digging in. It all started with a light bulb. It held the label GE, but it read Made in China. Jim has done the research. Now you can have the answers in detail. Consumers can rebuild the middle class by buying things made in American communities. Find out why free trade resulted in 6 million lost manufacturing jobs and lower wages for most Americans. While free trade brought cheaper goods, we also had less money to purchase goods. That giant sucking sound sucked the life right out of American manufacturing. Your retirement accounts are at risk. That's right. Your entire retirement savings have never been more exposed. If you have retirement investments, there is an IRS loophole that can't save your nest egg. Don't let government bail-ins and fiscal irresponsibility wipe out your savings. Text loophole to 49776 to get Advantage Gold's explosive report that bankers and Wall Street do not want you to see. Your wealth is threatened by political infighting, massive debt, stock market volatility, and experts predict that the U.S. dollar could lose its status as the global reserve currency. Learn all about the IRS loophole that can protect you from massive losses. This IRS loophole could be your last chance to secure your assets. Text loophole to 49776 right now. Don't risk losing your entire retirement. Text loophole to 49776. Don't delay. Text loophole to 49776 now.